This show contains discussions of violence, murder, abuse, suicide, some use of language, and other things that some people may find offensive. We don't recommend Crime Cafe for children under the age of 14. Listener discretion is advised. Patricia Spencer, 17, and her 15-year-old friend Pamela Hobley went missing on October 31, 1969, after going to a high school football game in Oscada, Michigan. The girls had told family and friends that they were heading to a Halloween party, but they never showed up. This case, while there's only so much information available, is unforgettable. And the thing is, it's solvable. They can solve this. They can find these girls, and we want to help as much as we can. And a lot of the original articles on this case have been removed from the internet. However, there are still things we can tell you about the disappearances and probable murders of Patricia Spencer and Pamela Hobley. Welcome or welcome back to this episode of Crime Cafe Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Coral. And today we're talking about um, a Halloween abduction and likely murder, like we said, of Patricia Spencer and Pamela Hobley. This story, this is going to be a shorty, okay, Uh, in terms of we usually have an hour and a half episode, but not today. Mm -hmm. However, we do want to tell the story. It's no, I'd never heard of it before. I haven't either. No. And it's totally, it can be solved. Yeah. And we do want to bring attention to cases like this. Right. Even though there's not a ton of info. Right. So. We always want to leave you guys thinking, how did I not know about this? Yeah, exactly. Because those are the cases that really need attention. Yes. You're like, how? why don't I know about this? This is crazy. So, we'll just go ahead and jump right on into our case today. So, our story takes place in a town called Oscada, Michigan. So, first, let's talk about Patricia Ann Spencer, who went by Patty. Patty was 16 at the time she went missing, and she was born on January 10th of 1953. She's estimated to be between 5'3 and 5'4 and weighed between 120 and 145 pounds. Her eyes were blue, her hair was brownish blonde, and she wore glasses, although she didn't have them on October 31st. When last seen, she wore a brown pullover with a matching skirt and a pair of high-heeled shoes, a jacket with a gray and green plaid design, and a necklace decorated with a peace sign was also in her possession. She had at least one known scar Due to a dog attack on one of her legs. And obviously, by this point, we wouldn't know about a scar if she was found. Oh, yeah. Um, I wonder why it, uh, obviously, I don't think we know, but why would she not have had her glasses? I know, that's strange. Because. They didn't have contacts. No. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Probably accidentally left him at home and squinted. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, you know how you had friends like that? They were yeah. like, I forgot my glasses. Yeah. I didn't even think about just forgetting them. She literally probably squinted the whole day. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Pamela Sue Hobley, who went by Pam. Pam was 15 and was born on May 24th, 1954. 
Her hair and eyes were brown, and she was between five foot six and five foot eight. They're not really sure. And she weighed about 110 to 115. Why is 110 to 115? I know. That's very specific. Yeah. Like what? Um, she may have been like a on the cheerleading team or something, and that's why they knew. They might have known, yeah. She had, quote, distinctive marks, namely two scars, one near her nose and the other by her mouth. Although some sources state that the latter was a birthmark, like the one by her mouth. So Pam wore a white imitation fur coat edged with brown. Okay, that's a vibe. Yeah. A plaid skirt and a shirt of an unspecified color. They don't really know. And high-heeled shoes and white socks. Um, this girl's fit pops off. Yeah. Right? Like, these girls are so cute. They're adorable. So I, of course, I'm sh- they went, you know, they wanted to go to a Halloween party. They, they oh, were yeah. really popular. It's known that Pam had been been engaged in activities of which her family did not approve. That's what they said, you know. <laughs> but in the 50s, I mean, in the 60s, that could have literally been anything. That could have literally been going out with a boy. Yeah, it could be wearing a fur coat. Or a short skirt. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Rumors have also circulated that she, along with Patty, may have experimented with drugs and alcohol. <clears throat> Every teenager. Literally on the face of I the mean, planet. Pam had, according to a few sources and including the Charlie Project, which we know is reliable, she had accepted a marriage proposal prior to her disappearance. But was 15. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we all know those kids that got engaged at 15. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I do. Have you seen like the tick? I'm sorry, but have you seen the TikToks of like old videos of kids getting engaged no. like in class and stuff it's so embarrassing oh, I, I haven't seen those but yes oh my god or like i remember being in high school and like getting on facebook and seeing that two people were engaged oh my god i know some- it's so embarrassing and but i will say this engagement was recognized for her family like her family recognized oh, okay the engagement. okay maybe this was right and i don't know them. the young man that proposed no, I don't, you know, nobody does except the family, but, um, it might've been legit. Well, and in the, you know, fifties and sixties, that probably wasn't that uncommon. Actually 15, that doesn't seem that young back right. then. I mean, yeah, literally Nana got married at 18. Yeah. My, my nanny did too. Like when she, right after, gra- close to right after graduation, she read, she read, she met my dad's dad when she was 16 so yeah you know how that goes okay so earlier in the halloween day patty and pam's high school oscada high school was subject to a bomb threat and family members believe that the girls may have left school early that afternoon and some reports said that they skipped school and there wasn't a bomb threat but nonetheless they probably left early most places say there was a bomb threat. And you know how, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, you all have to assemble. Mm-hmm. And they just skipped away. Yeah. I knew kids that did that. Yeah. Yeah. They just went home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, according to Missing Persons of America, the girls were not usually known to hang out together. This is something that I find very odd. Yes. But it could have just been like a... 
thing of like we have a bomb threat and we both want to leave they might have just both been leaving at the same time actually and like ran into each other right been like they were clearly uh, acquaintances yeah you're i'm sorry you're not gonna go to a halloween party skip school etc with someone you're not friends with no 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 you have to kind of know her like that's the only thing I could figure is that they were like both leaving at the same time and just happened to probably yeah and knew each other. So they were like, okay, let's both hang out. Cause you want to hang out. Cause we've got to go later. To yeah. The, yeah. Let's get ready or whatever. Mm-hmm. Pam's sister, Mary, who was eight at the time remembers that night. And she said that she, her two sisters and their mom went trick or treating that night. And she just, rem- all she remembers was that Pam wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And their mom was a single mother and probably trusted that her daughter would be safe. And her plate was already full. Pam was the oldest. She did not want to put up a fight. She's got like 400 million kids. It's Halloween. She's with a friend, you know. And she's she's got three other girls to take care of. So, you know. And Pam's fiance at some point told the family that they were supposed to go out that evening, but she never showed. That There's a lot of uh, discrepancies that I am unsure of in this case. And... I would like to know when he told the family. Like, did he... Because I feel like if my fiancé didn't show up... Yeah. I would be like, uh... I need to figure out something. Yeah, seriously. ASAP. So, Pam's mom, at this point, is beside herself. Because not only is it way too late for a young person to be out, but her daughter is not home. Decades after the mysterious disappearance... (laughs) Decades after the mysterious disappearances, relatives of the young women refused to give up hope. Pam's sister, Mary, told 48 Hours, quote, I can't move on. I just hope that someone knows something and will finally have the guts to say something. End quote. Literally. That is so... Yeah, she spoke to the press, like, in the 2010s. (laughs) And she was only eight at the time, so to still be, you know, at least she's still trying to find some justice. Right. So, Mary uh, said that she remembered that night as she had gone trick-or-treating with her mother and other sisters. She said that her mother, a single mom, was told by Pamela that she was going to a Halloween party with her friend, with her friends and boyfriend. Mary said that she remembered that Pam had told her mother that she was going to the Halloween party with some of her friends and boyfriend to whom she had recently become engaged. Um, Patty's sister told the show that she believed the two girls were picked up by the wrong person and were murdered. So they obviously know more details because she, why? Where would she get they were picked up? Yeah. She must know that they were supposed to be picked up. Yeah. I wonder... I almost wonder why the fiancé wouldn't have been picking up right. Pam. Right. He said she didn't show up. Yeah. I don't know. This is just... It's all odd. And I, can't, I will say, when there's a Halloween party, and then there's a bomb threat, or people skipping school... A lot of communication issues. There's not cell phones. Yeah. So probably be like in passing. Well, I'm actually going to get picked up with it because I'm leaving and then you got to do this and I'm just going to go yeah. here. And any time too that it's like a holiday. Right, right. School's crazy. Parents are crazy. Everything's just a little. 
crazier. I would literally be hung over from hard days at school. Yeah. Oscada Township Police Chief Mark David, who took over the case in 2010, also believes that the girls may have been victims of foul play. They were. Yeah, I don't... I mean, this has been a long time. What's your name? Mark? They were Mark. Yeah. Okay. He said that he wanted to bring the girls home to give their families closure after almost half a century of not knowing. And Pam's mother died without ever finding out what happened to her daughter. Um, and Chief David has combed over hundreds of old statements and tips involving the case that were not followed up on at the time. Why? Mm-hmm. So he's having to look up stuff. I need to know who the police chief was back then. They literally just didn't look into anything. Why? Do you have... Well, you know why? Because they ran away. I'm sure that's probably actually what they said. Yep. Because when you're 14, you're a fetus. Yeah. But when When you're 15, 15? oh, watch out. Oh, God. So, you know, run away. Yeah. I don't know why. He believes that the investigation, like you said, got a slow start because they were deemed runaways. They're like, they don't want to be with you. Which is the dumbest thing to tell, to know that this girl was going to a party with her friends and boyfriend, fiance, actually, and then just didn't show. Right. But she ran away. Mm -hmm. But she made plans. Right. And she has, they have whole families and stuff. Yeah. So, the chief said that when he was a teenager, it was rumored that the girls had been buried under a barn in Wilbur Township, around 11 miles from Oscada. The tip was never acted upon, and Chief David discovered after becoming police chief. Why was that never acted upon at all? That is insane. I know. And we've said this before, but like... If you think that there's no foul play or you think that the person wasn't abducted and the family says this yeah. was an abduction or this was, you know, X, Y, and Z, believe them. Look into it. Yeah, at least look. And if you're getting, if there's a rumor. If you keep getting tips, you've got a job. I yeah. hate to tell you, but you've got a job. Yeah. So. Um, so the police actually took search teams with cadaver dogs to this barn, but nothing was discovered. Like later. Yeah. David. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Or Mark. A, half a century later. Mm-hmm. Why, they wouldn't smell anything. Yeah. So. Another tip from a witness said that he had given the girls a ride in his car, but that turned out to be false. Don't know why. Well, that was all he said? That he gave them a ride? Yeah. That's the dumbest thing to make up. Oh, no. Unless maybe he thought it was. Then maybe it was two other girls or something. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But last year, a new tip emerged from a witness who said that he had given the girls a ride and left them at a gas station on a river road. And there are no updates. What? This case, I'm telling you, freaks me out. Oscada Township Police Department asked anyone with information to call them at 989-739-9113. And that is the abductions, likely abductions, 
disappearances of Patricia Spencer and Pamela Hobley. That is so sad that there's just no update, no answer, no anything. And even this tip from last year, I picked them up and left them at a gas station. Right. That isn't probably helpful because I'm sure whoever. Too late. Yeah. A-hole. Whoever worked at that gas station is probably long gone and. Yeah. You wouldn't remember that anyway. Some random Halloween night two girls were left. And they have age progressions. Yeah, too. they they have age progressions that we'll post on um, in, Instagram. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. Somebody has to know something about this because this is just way too... Oh, they... Yeah, 100%. Patricia Spencer, I don't know why in her age progression they made her look like a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. She looks or like, like a, Karen. a school counselor yeah. or something. <laughs> um, but, and every time they solve a case, you look at the sketch and age progression and you're like, um, no. what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like, um, you know, when they, if I, if they find a body, they make a model or whatever. It never looks like no. them. I have seen some of the, like john doe models Mm -hmm. or jane doe or whatever and then the real person and there's no way you would have known that was your family member from that i've seen some where i'm like it's a john or jane doe and they look like weird yes a lot of them actually yeah not not like it i don't think the person actually looked like that i think it was just a weird artist some of them look like it's in in like not humanly possible to look like that Uh, yeah some of them really and i guess it's because of like you know probably levels of decomposition or whatever that's why they can't figure out yeah look at this one i mean what, what do you want me to say oh that's aunt judy come on they know good and well that her face and teeth didn't look like that i don't some of them, they literally make them look. <laughs> Those don't even like what they make like. They don't do a very good job with some of these. No, and I know it's probably a really, really hard job actually to recreate with nothing. Right, and I wish that like all the composites could be cute, like this one. Yes. And that looks like a real person. Yes. But some, I'm like, sir. I know. There's no way you I've look like that. I've seen him before. I know. You know what October um, reminds me of? What? It reminds me of when we were getting ready to record. Yeah, last year. Last October. Mm-hmm. That is so crazy. And I remember we were posing in my yard and the leaves. Yes. We've posted that picture before, but it was like spooky time and we were like going to start making real intentional moves to do it. Yes. And we made Luke take our pictures. Yep. Here it is. (laughs) 
Yes. That was the first one. We'll repost it again. Um, and thank you guys so much for following us on Instagram. We've got 461 followers. Yes. Thank you. Love it. We love that. And thank you for everybody that like reaches out, messages us, comments, anything. We appreciate all that and love mm -hmm. to hear from y'all. I know. Honestly. We used to have to beg for uh, comments. Yeah. And now we um, get messages. Pretty regularly. Yeah. For each case. Yeah. And comments. And honestly, when we put out our post that we were taking a break, I did not expect really anybody to say anything. I didn't either. But like six people commented on it and that's yes. like everything for us. Yes. Um, and one person said you deserve it. And that was really helpful. Ooh, yes, that's so sweet. We've talked about it before. This is so hard, y'all. Yeah, because Corey has a full-time job and a, like, business yeah. that she runs. And then we have life and I have... a child, child and we have animals and that needs constant entertainment yeah <laughs> and then you know he's growing boy and needs food and like then you have to grocery shop and all kinds of stuff yeah we just have a lot on our plate sometimes and it was really nice to have the break but we are so glad or i know i am i'm sure Corey is too to be back because this is our element and this is like our hangout time right and we love to get to record and put this out for y'all and to bring attention to these cases is the main yeah. goal always. I feel like we're making a difference. Yes. I'm so glad that we, and I feel like one thing that I love is a lot of people, like if they say anything about our um, cases is we didn't know, we had never heard of this before. Yeah. And I love that because I want to bring attention to those that haven't been heard. Right. And usually the cases they haven't heard of are, in my opinion, incredibly interesting. Yes. And they feel even better about it. Yes. Because they're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't say this in the first episode at the end, because uh, we were caught up with Gabby Petito. If you want to know our views about that, listen to the previous episode at the end. But uh, my birthday is October 24th. Yes. <laughs> Scorpio season. I'm barely a Scorpio, but I am. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, just want to let you guys know. I'll yeah. be turning 27. Yes. 27. Exciting. Exciting. <laughs> I'm going to have a birthday get-together with one of my friends who shares a birthday really close to mine. Um, and... Every single one of us is vaccinated. Don't at me. Yes. Every single one of us is. And um, it's just going to be a small group of friends. It's going to be 70s themed, which is ironic because I'm not really a 70s fashion kind of person. But I thought it would be so fun to do 70s. Yes. You can go so many ways with it. You can go disco or you can go like rocker, like band tee or like hair band type. You could do anything. Um hippie hippie i love that i know i am gonna order some fabric and make my own outfit yes i'm excited i hope that i can 
enjoy my party because I haven't, I haven't said anything to y'all, but I'm sick. I have, um, an, an ulcer in my stomach. It could, well, it could be multiple. We don't really know exactly what's going on, but I have an H. pylori infection. I'm taking antibiotics for, and we're still going to be doing a lot of stuff that we wanted to do in October. Not everything that we wanted to yes. do because I was sick for uh, all of September. Yeah, pretty much. I was like yeah. incapacitated. Yeah, I couldn't do anything, so I I can't really eat uh, naughty food. So hopefully if I'm good and my ulcer is not irritated or whatever's going on down there, which it's probably an ulcer, um, hopefully I'll be able to enjoy it. Yes, I think we'll have a good time. And the decorations are Halloween themed, but we're going to 70s. Yes. I don't know. It's going to be fun. We're going to have yeah. axe throwing. Yes, it's going to be awesome. If any of you have ever been axe throwing, tell us how you liked it. Yes, I love it. Because we... Have you been? No, but uh, I love the idea. Of I it. do too. I've been wanting to do it for a long time. <laughs> <coughs> I got offended. I know. You're like, uh, you didn't take me? Okay. But hopefully we will talk to you guys later on this week. But that is all for today. Bye. Bye. You can find Crime Cafe on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Crime Cafe Pod. And you can email us case suggestions at crimecafepod at yahoo.com. Click our merch link below if you want to get some Crime Cafe shirts, decals, or coffee mugs. We also have a Goodreads profile in the show notes below. There you will find all of the books that we have mentioned or recommend on our show. It's free and no membership is required to see our library. This episode and all of our episodes are researched, recorded, and edited by us, Corey and Amber. All of our opinions are our own. Although we try to make these episodes as accurate as possible, some statements may be inaccurate.